might play Dandy for 15 minutes, or we might just go on like random tangents. If you, yeah, if you I, I started that, have fun. Okay, I started the recording a minute late, so we didn't get most of that speech. If you want to repeat it. Oh well, thanks, Elias. Anyway, hi, welcome to the uh, I promise we play D and D at some point podcast where we play D and D for 15 minutes and then go on random tangents. Uh, I am Isaac. Right here is. Well, I mean, you could probably introduce yourselves. Actually, never mind. I'm Elias. I'm the DM. I'm Max. I'm I don't know what I am. Uh, you're one of yeah, because you've died so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, does anybody remember what we did last time, or any of the times before that? Uh, we collapsed civilization on a planet after we killed the lich, and we got to oh, that yeah, planet after did. killing a bunch of goblins. Yeah, we we got yeah. the title "Civilization Destroyers of Civilization." Yes, and then we joked about getting t-shirts with that on it, and now I'm trying to figure out how to make those. Also, <laughs> I'm a I'm a crazy crackhead witch, and uh, I don't know what Max is playing anymore. I think at the moment, um, oh yeah, I'm a ranger. I, yeah, I'm playing, oh, wait, playing hold on, the uh, I'm a ranger at the moment, but uh, I'm I'm trying to find the explanation for my uh my last name was randomly picked out of a book. Oh yes, yeah, we, we got it out it's of the Greek book. word for insanity. Yes, we got it out of a Greek dictionary, because why wouldn't we? Uh, it's, it's as good a reason as any. Yes. Yeah, I mean... I got a phone scammer. It's, uh, I mean, I'm going to troll them, because of course I am, but uh, never mind. Naturally. What, what, what else do you ever do to scammers? That's the point of scammers, is to be trolled. Yeah, good luck. Um, hang on, I'm just trying to see what we did. La- remember what we did last week? Okay, never mind. I'm. On, I... <laughs> Thank you so much for your contribution. <laughs> um, let me just. Okay. Oh, I found three happy emails. Ah, uh, yeah. It was on hold for like five. I don't know for a while, and then when I actually commented, I. I... I had no idea what to say, so I just screamed. <laughs> so, um... Uh, hang on. There, um, after the goblin stuff, which we don't really need to go into because it was a long time ago, the only th- relevant parts of that are that Isaac's character became a god based on the worship of the goblins, and... and also, like, orcs and, and hill giants now. Yes, but that, 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 comes, that later. comes later in the saga. So, after that, you've found a spaceship and defeated a bunch of space pirates and drafted some of them into service flying your own spaceship. I think you actually stole their spaceship and then crashed the other one into something to destroy it with all of them aboard, or something like that. Um, I think we shot it with their spaceship. Oh yeah, you did. I forgot about that. And then you were going to land on another planet, just because it was the nearest one and it didn't look like it would destroy you on landing, and their it turned out to be you got captured by a space station, which was run by a bunch of undead, um, oh, led nice. by a Dracolich, because Dracoliches are fun. Um, you spent quite a while clearing that, that space station out. The most important thing that happened there was that you discovered Arthur the Paint Monster, 
And uh, and oh, yes, the we most, killed the most a beholder with a cow. Oh yes, and yes, then... we killed the beholder with a cow, and we discovered the most crucial character, Arthur the Paint Monster. Yes, Arthur the Paint Monster is made of paint. That and he comes up with ridiculously easy challenges and acts like they're impossible. And then um, when we beat him, he he gets all surprised, tells us he's gonna win next time, and then goes like away. A, basically, he's a recurring Scooby Doo villain. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then, um, I haven't actually then... seen him in a while though, so I mean. Probably because of the whole collapsing civilization on a planet thing, but you know. He he was last seen in that library, and then he decided to swear revenge on you forever, but he hasn't come back since. Yes. Uh, And then, oh, there was was an undead beholder, which you guys defeated by having Lexi's character summon a cow on its head, and then the cow kicked it to death, got enough XP out of this, up to level three as a cleric. Despite not being sentient. Um, and then the witch killed that cow. So yes, but you're gonna you're gonna fix that someday. That, that's a that's a lot later, but we are gonna fix that. Yeah. Um, and then nothing of significance happened in like four weeks after that. And then, so eventually, like, I got so bored of not writing anything in recaps because there wasn't anything to write that I ended up doing a prediction of the future. Oh yeah, and and then like I I think, was it last session we bombed like an undead place or something? And that was quite. A, that was the time before. We're, we're, oh, oh no, that was quite a bit more. Of, there's quite a bit more before that. You after yeah, there's, there's a bit before that still. After so. you killed the Draculich and landed on the planet that you'd been trying to get to, you found out that it was run by a fascist authoritarian undead government ruled by a lich. You hooray! More liches. You joined the resistance. There, we briefly toyed with the idea of turning the entire thing into a tender swap version of Life of Brian. Oh yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and then you assassinated His Excellency the Lord Duke Count Baron Junior, who was the lord of the local area. Uh, Isaac was able to debate theology with him to get most of his bodyguards to leave, and then you guys blew them all up with explosive runes, and then killed them all. You sabotaged a caravan that was bringing supplies to the capital. Yep, and then we off, ate a giant. We blocked off the giant. road to the capital using a cube of force, defeated a storm giant with a ridiculous metagaming puzzle. Um, it, oh, then you got involved in cannibalism by eating the giant. Well, I guess it's not cannibalism as we are not giants, but. Okay, but. Morally, it's, definitely... it's, all, it's the same difference. He's a sentient creature that you ate. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. And then you decided to bre- break into a library, kill the lich running it, and take as much stuff as possible. Including, um, we picked up quite a lot of stuff in that, if I remember. You did. You We picked up the... You killed a bunch uh... of zombies to steal, their citizenship pa- to steal their citizenship papers to get into the library. Right. Defeated Arthur the Paint Monster once again. Yes. And made a whole bunch of noise doing so. Then you fought off a bunch of vampires that attacked you as a result. And then there was a death knight that came after you with a fancy magic sword. You could have fought him in that session, but we didn't have time, so we went on to talk about random stuff. Then the next session, you killed the death knight, stole his sword, defeated a bunch of ghouls that attacked you because you... um, Could. Apparently because you broke their pen... Oh, um, yeah, I remember the pen thing. Yeah, and then you started yeah. <laughs> from another group of ghouls, discovered that it was a magic pen, 
Um, and then, yeah, I, I got an upgrade, so that was pretty cool. Because... We haven't done anything with that pen, have we? Uh, I mean, I blew some people up. And then, the next session, Isaac and I were the only ones that were able to make it, so we just played video games for two hours. Cool. Um, session, it was alright. Session after that, Max's character got killed by a stone giant, or a stone oh, golem. yeah. I got punched and... by a rock and I died. Right after I got a really cool level draining sword. Yes, and then his next character is his current one. Oh, that reminds me, we should probably get into the stuff with Mr. Stibbles and Matilda. Oh yeah, oh, so yeah. he used to be a guy and now he's a frogman because I gave him a weird potion. His player is not present right now, but... And also, yeah, he's not here at college. Not... Not... But yeah, not often here. He got turned into a bullywug and communicates only in ribbits. Even though he can... He can and when anybody else common, besides me or doesn't. Max... Tra- and when anybody else besides me or him try to communicate in ribbits, we always say, uh, what did you say about my mother? Because why not? Um, Although so I do I remember, could... I think I learned Bullywug, just so I could understand you. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. So That's now you... we can't say that anymore. You, you ruined that... the joke, Max. You, you can say that when NPCs try to communicate with you, or when Lexi tries sure. to communicate with you. Yeah. But like, now we can't do with Max anymore. That's the entire. That was the entire point. True. <laughs> it's disappointing. Uh, after that, um, I mean, I can know like eight languages because of my intelligence stat. <laughs> the next game that we, the next time we actually played, you defeated a poltergeist and a ghost, found out a bunch of stuff about the story of this campaign, insofar as there is any, and you found a magic pearl, which Isaac tried to eat. Bob. Well, first Isaac tried to eat it, and then. While he was eating it, it revealed that it was sentient, and so he couldn't eat it, and and you guys named it Bob. And Although he has been threatened that if he doesn't obey us, then he will be eaten again. Yes, yes exactly. Which is why he obeys you. Um, next session, you found out that some wraiths are able to cast spells. You defeated another undead beholder, except that you didn't summon a cow this time. Right. Um, we could have gotten more done that session, except that it turned into a discussion of paint colors, wallpaper, and taxis, and we wasted oh, yeah, such a long time. that. that. The, the, like, weird olive green. And... Yes, and how ugly that color is. What, what color was it again? And yeah, then there was I one of called it something like olive green, and then the, uh, the Australian the olive society how, like, or something. Oh, yeah. In a pen made of, like, golden horse semen, apparently. That, I think that was a different session. That that was a different session. I just remembered that one out of nowhere. So yes, that that was a good session too. That was, I think, that was the one where most of our random accomplices died. Like, no, that was no, that, that was before that. Here. It was before. Oh. This was the ugly paint color in question. Which yeah. No, wait. None of the people listening to this can see that, can they? No. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, it's pretty much it's, like this. It's like, it's like a, a gray, a, really... a brown, and a dark green all in one. Yeah, it looks like vomit, kind of. Yeah, it used to be called Olive Green, but the Australian Olive Growers Association got it changed because they said it was unfairly prejudicial against their organization. It was bad Which, for business. I mean, the fact that that exists at all is kind of it's like cool. weird. Yeah, anyway, I don't know why anybody yeah. would ever use that color. Anyway, I mean, I, what they con- like, what they're talking about, like putting that on cigarette boxes or something? Yes. Oh yeah, we were. Australia and a whole bunch of other countries, they've 
required all cigarette packaging to be in that color, so that, and it's significantly decreased the rate that people buy cigarettes at. I think I have seen I've seen some. So packages that look like that. Next session was Christmas, but we played anyway. Oh yeah, and that I think we fun. did play with Mr. Stibbles. Yes, yeah, we did. Just the brain had off college. Yes, so you killed a whole. So it could actually show up. Yeah, exactly. So you killed a bunch of stuff, as you always seem to do. Um, we're really good at killing stuff. Outside of game, you gave me two uh, two halves of different bricks. Oh yes, with magic cards in between them. Oh yeah, I got a book. A good book. I I like a real book. I'm going to do Uh, something with those bricks. I still have them on my windowsill. Uh, read Skyward by Brandon, Brandon Sanderson. It's really good. It is a fantastic book, and I'm really glad you liked it, Isaac. Uh, awesome. I, I wonder if the library has the third book yet. It came out a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next session. We... Oh, yes. You identify... You ran into your first fiends specifically hordlings, which no one knows what they are, so that wasn't a helpful identification. But Oh yeah, those are they're... really annoying. Yeah, they come from Hades. I think. Oh yeah, because like in second edition there are a bunch of just realms that were kind of unnecessary, but anyway. Yep. I mean, there's they still exist in fifth edition and they're even more unnecessary now because nobody has bothered to flesh them out. Yeah, that too. Like at least in second edition, all the planescape stuff identified some aspects of those planes and told us what lived there but so now it's just like yeah if you want to, if you want to run demons just uh go go uh what, what the abyss and if you want to run devils it's it's uh the nine hells and like ugaloths have nothing because they're shit and nobody <laughs> wants to run something that's neutral evil apparently at least at least in the second edition it was possible to run a campaign in the lower planes beyond those two also like how I think of the Blood War is literally just demons and devils just having this, like, eternal conflict, and the the Yugoloths are just, like, eating popcorn. Eating popcorn. Just, just waiting for somebody to do something actually good with them for once. Yeah, pretty much. Um, hey, we want to be useful, too. So. Oh, the session after that, you encountered the... Wonderful and legendary Mr. Mr. Stinkle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the devil we found it. I Still guess haven't the gotten over that. Because yeah, he... I literally just called him in character, I'm Mr. Stinkle. And then he was like, yes, that's my true name because Elias wanted to do something with that. It, it had less to do with that and more the fact that Mr. Stinkle was a very funny name and I wanted to have the character called Mr. Stinkle someday. There's no time like the present. No time like the present. I like. Couldn't wait for I, me to I, die I, again. Seven weeks ago, however uh, long ago it was. January. January. Okay, it was a while ago. Never mind. Yeah, it's the first week. Depending January. on when this goes out, I mean. I mean, probably it's going to go out this weekend or at some point soon. Whenever I have a chance to post it. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever Elias actually has the time to post it, this is when this will go up. So look out for that, I guess. But it came. Look out for that. But if you're listening to this, it's it's already happened. So yeah, it's already happened. You there's, not to worry about in, it. there's not much point in saying look out for this. Yeah. Um. So look out for something that's already happened. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So you killed the librarian, and then 
you did some large battles against the undead that ruled the, the planet, which ended with a bunch of hill giants converting to Isaac's religion, which is the Church of the Lack, in case we didn't mention that already. Oh, yeah. I'm the god of beating the shit out of things. Yes, I have the full information about the priesthood written up. I mean, I don't think that's my official name is is important for our. I don't think that's like my official divine like designation, but that's what I'm calling it. Your official divine designation is Mistress of the Whack. Yes, I believe that we 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 should probably uh, explain the name situation with uh, Matilda. Don't call me Margaret. I'll beat the shit out of you. so basically, some, we, at some point, we made up a backstory to... There was a pseudo-canonical one-shot, like, six months ago, or something. And, and we played, like, a wizard game. Unsupervised. And I, I watched all my friends RPG. die, and that kind of made me a crazy. But, like, that's not and natural. In that, in don't, that don't take this as, like, name... a serious depiction of, of yeah. mental illness. In don't, that character's don't name was uh, seriously actually because yeah that's a good point like if if I say at some point oh I'm gonna fucking bomb the U S postal service or whatever like don't take that seriously I just mean that as I, either a joke or I I'm not a, and a, yeah I, I'm mostly USPS. mean that as a joke if I, if Look there's a small that. chance I'm actually gonna do that I wouldn't announce it over a podcast about D and D occasionally occasionally we play dnd for 15 minutes and then we go on tangents anyway i mean the 15 minute last week the 15 minute thing is a stretch that was a that, that was a one-off occasion yeah we that hope. was a one-off occasion where we pretty much just wanted to talk yes we hope we hope that was a one-off occasion. we hope that was a one-off yeah so um after you did that you captured the prisoners you, you captured the enemy the leaders of the enemy armies and interrogated them then executed them you yes. infiltrated his castle. He killed Mr. Stinkle, the cow. Uh, the little goblin scribe that follows Matilda around everywhere, writing down random comments as Holy Script. Yes. And Such as, doesn't... I used to be a pigeon, which apparently caused a bunch of crusades for some reason. Yes, precisely. And also, Corbinian von... also Corbinian von Bunkelberg died then, but... Oh, we didn't explain who he is. Basically, he's a vampire that came back to life thanks to Matilda and became a cleric. Hello? Oh, whoops. So the only companions that are left alive are Bob, the cleric oh, that flies your spaceship for you. And... Oh yeah, the cow died as well, right? Yeah, the cow. Yeah. Like, literally Gary... all of our companions died except one. Gary is still alive as well. Gary, yeah, Gary's still alive. Oh, Gary is a coffin guy? Gary is an... Oh, coffin guy's alive too. Yeah. Oh yeah, coffin guy. Coffin guy is a coffin guy? Coffin guy is a guy who lives in a coffin, he's a god, and he... Well, it's unclear if he's a god, actually. But he's, he's from like a year he's, ago. He's incredibly powerful. He rarely does anything. But he's got a strange fixation on watermelons. Uh, oh my god, is it your old cobalt monk character who chucked watermelons at things? Um, I'm glad someone finally figured that out. Yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> Fantastic. Of course it is. Yes, precisely. That, that was a good character. <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty good campaign, honestly. That character got very irritating after a while, but well, I had... A- well, yeah, because their sole gimmick was, oh, I'm a monk, but I chuck watermelons instead of darts, and that was it. Like, at one point, he uh, he occasionally had some funny stuff to do, but eventually I just ran out of ideas. And then I played a lizard with a gun. Oh, yes, that was fun. And you had, a, what was it, a robotic pangolin named Peanut Butter? 
Yes, exactly. And a tiefling daughter. (laughs) And a tiefling daughter who I adopted for some reason. Yes, precisely. A robotic pangolin named Peanut Butter. Yes, this was Brayden's campaign. Oh, and also Lexi had like an entire like Pied Piper horde of just animals following her because she was a druid. Oh, yes. And I think she had like a suitcase like in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them that she stored them all in. Yeah, so like there was like a five mile long line of just random shit following her everywhere we went. Um. Oh yeah, and, the, and then there was the there was the one time where Brain like rigged a trap to shoot out a bunch of bats and she tamed them all like effortlessly. Yes. So the the often kind of horrible things that happen in Brayden's game aside, um, you infiltrated the Lich King's castle. Killed him, yeah, flung his phylactery into the sun, and that destroyed every undead on the... Uh, and that destroyed all the undead that he directly created. Now so I was going to say, let's actually talk because... about this campaign. So the government, the civil service, and most of the workforce on the planet collapsed, which means that there's no law and order, there's no infrastructure, there's no one that can put anything back together, and there's no one that can train new people to put everything back together, which means that the orcs saw it as an opportunity to invade, and... There's massive unchecked inflation, currency devaluation. Uh, what else was there? Oh, and those, and those undead that are left have been forming gangs and taking over what areas they can in order to continue, in order to regain control. So you went back to deal with that eventually. Um, and now we're called the Destroyers because we kind of yeah. ruined everything. Yes. The Destroyers of Civilization, yes. And you we came out. back to recruit wizards to help us destroy the Nine Hells. Oh yes, that's a... it. It also like probably fixed the planet we fucked up because yeah. I mean we, we're not going to leave it like a broken test bit. Unlike you are, some space empires, I could mention. You are technically good aligned. <laughs> yes, oh, technically yeah, all of yeah. us are good. Well, Brayden's neutral. Or lawful. Okay, Bra- Brain's neutral, yeah. but that's more or less just because he's like an animal and he's just acting on his base impulse. Yeah, he's lawful yeah, neutral got- because he'll do whatever you tell him to. Yeah, um, I believe I'm chaotic. Chaotic good, but I feel like we're all really just chaotic chaotic, but that's not a thing. I, I feel like we're. I, I'm the most chaotic, though. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm technically chaotic good, but like... If the uh, I mean, a lot of doesn't really like mean anything, right? Because, like, people will use chaotic neutral to justify doing the most shitty actions you can think of sometimes. Which is why I don't allow it. I mean, I probably wouldn't play chaotic neutral like that, but, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, odd to just actually define most of the alignments. Yeah. Yes. Um, Anyway, um, before uh, we end up doing what we did yesterday, last week but not even playing a single moment of D&D. Oh yes, you decided to you found a really clever way of wiping out the intelligence service which completely derailed all of my plans by pumping their base full of flower dust and then casting a fireball into it. Which, ah, yes. Because when you light a fire in a when there's a lot of flour in the air, it explodes. It goes poof. And so you blew up the building and killed all the and killed off the entire intelligence service. And that derailed all of my plans because I didn't have anything else to do. So So then we started thinking of things to harass Jeremy Crawford with. Yes, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. 
let me see if I can hunt down the list of, of questions that questions. we can I mean, like, you have a list of stuff to send to Jeremy Crawford. I have a list of band names. How did how would skeletons go about drinking milk, assuming that was a thing they needed to do? Oh, yeah, because, like, it was a converted tavern we came across that was... Um, that it was a milk up. bar or so something. So, like, oh, yes, uh, it's a milk bar. How can skeletons... Can skeletons blow trumpets effectively? Like, they don't have lungs, but genies presumably don't have lungs either, and they can talk. So why wouldn't it be the same thing with skeletons, necessarily? Why don't zombies rot? If beholder zombies don't need to breathe and can fly, why wouldn't they spread through space and colonize other planets? If the Tarask lives in the center of the Earth, why isn't it crushed by the pressure like trout are at the bottom of the ocean? If that's what it's and how does it walk? For, if that's what it's adapted for, why wouldn't it explode when it comes to the surface like deep sea fish do? Um, what what are the physical mechanics of va- of vampires drinking blood? Like, do they suck it through their fangs or lap it like dogs drink water? Do they need to <laughs> eat but not drink? Drink but not eat? Or do they need to do neither? And Both. Finally, is it fair to say that the primary design goal in 5th edition was not to make a good or functional game, but to make something that didn't feel anything like 4th edition? Also something you can... Uh, I love how it's just, like, a bunch of random questions about our dead, and it's just, like, a a mechanic question about, hey, did you want to make this game intentionally, like, 4th edition or not? (laughs) I mean, I was hoping that he would answer at least one of the questions, and that, uh, and so I wanted... And so the rest of them were all weird, so I wanted to give him a nice, easy one to answer. That would also make him look bad, regardless of which one he said. Oh god, if this right. one takes off, like, it's gonna, he's gonna get spammed with those. <laughs> and that will be a very happy day indeed, because I do not like Jeremy Crawford at all. Happy day! Why don't you like Jeremy Crawford? Is, is it, like... Apart from his massive disrespect for everything that D&D has established in terms of lore for the last 50 years, he... There was also a big scandal a while ago about Wizards of the Coast, and specifically the D&D division of it, which he leads, having some very questionable practices regarding minority employees. Oh, oh okay. That's fantastic. Uh, there was... I'm, I mean, I'm not going to touch it, that one, but, you, was, you know. It was, like, harassment stuff, lower pay grades... Same work, mistreatment of freelance workers in general. It was quite a story. I don't like him either. On the whole, I'm not all that keen on Jeremy Crawford. Yeah. Or Mike Merles, for that matter. For all of the same reasons, and also the fact that he wrote stuff for a game that he did not understand and then made it, and then basically required that everybody use it. Oof. Yeah, that's not. I'm never going to Never a good idea. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Ranting about the people that are the very people that are making this possible is probably not the smartest thing to do. But wait, we're not playing a Wizards of the Coast product, technically. Second edition came about before they bought it. Aha. Ow. Mike Merles was not employed at Wizards of the Coast, nor was Jeremy Crawford until like 15 years after any of these books were made. Yeah, right. Ow, so, that that was not smart. I think I just cut myself with the knife. Why? Not Not intentionally. (laughs) I'm not that dumb. Okay, that's fair, I suppose. Uh, I know you probably have some evidence to prove me otherwise, but... I mean, I I don't need to provide evidence. You're the one that, (laughs) for years, regarded jumping off of buildings as a sport and took lessons in it. (laughs) 
Ah, I'm, I'm still wearing a shirt about that. That I, I'm still wearing the shirt from that. Like, it's still a sport. Wait, what's a sport? I didn't hear you because I blew out my fucking lungs burping. Uh, well, let's actually play some D and D though. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, um, oh, we didn't uh, we didn't finish the recap yet. There was also finally last week. Oh, last week. We, we could try and remember everything we talked about, or just... We, we played for 15 minutes or so. You ambushed and destroyed a group of undead on the border of the province that you were raiding. And then it trailed off into incoherent conversations about topics ranging from cheese to H.P. Lovecraft and his colossal racism. And, like, other random things. I... Yes, but there, there was plenty of other stuff beyond that, but those were, the one, the, those were two of the nice, easy ones to describe. Yes. Uh, we also talked about H.P. Lovecraft's colossal love of semicolons. Oh yeah, right. And um, I don't remember if this was last week or not, but at one point we talked about Hans Christian Andersen and how creepy it is how many of his stories relate to little girls' feet. Uh, also, like H.P. Lovecraft and how ago, kind but... of racist he is, and how that's yeah. not even that subtle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he and, and how people he only gave his support to the Nazi Party. Uh, oh, and he, how got he was. Oh, yeah. KKK how he was um, racist, kicked from fun. the KKK for being too racist. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I'm not oh. sure if that happened. I haven't been able to fact check it properly, but but it'd be really funny if it was. Yes, and he definitely did express support for the KKK without masking it. I think uh, like, his... he was only real successful because he was like the first one to actually do like cosmic horror. I yeah, guess he's, he's like he's like Edgar Allan Poe, except. Racist. <laughs> if you disagree with any of the our points, shove it up your fucking ass. Um, Woo! He he also named his cat in a yeah, very. Yeah, he, he named it after a racial slur, but technically his dad named it. I don't think that really exempts him from it, but you know. And he did name several cats in his stories after that cat. Oh, okay. Or so I've heard, at least. Basically, not a nice guy. We shouldn't even give him the thought. I believe mm. I said. I, I think I probably said that last. Yes, you did say that a lot last week, but we're raising awareness about it. Good point. If anybody listens, Lovecraft is not a good person, and if you disagree with us, stick it up your ass. If anybody kind of like my opinions on on Nazi punks, it's like they exist. You should stay away from them, but I'm not going to give them the uh, the credit of being named. So. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That, that's that's one way of looking at it. Personally, I, I'm of the opinion that if you run into, like, Holocaust deniers or neo-Nazis, you should trumpet their names loud and clear for all to hear so that everybody can stay away from them. Yes. Or, you know, tell them to jump off a bridge or whatever. Well, you can do that, but you should also spread awareness at the same time. Yes, or punch them and then tell everyone else to punch them as well. Yes, exactly. Do that. Beat the, beat the crap out of them. And explain it, why it they should Matilda. All right. <laughs> that aside, now I think we can get to playing D and D. Yes. And we got five minutes left in the back. I mean, there's still two five minutes left in, on this meeting, but there's still. I mean, yeah. Anyway, never mind. Let's play D and D. Yes, good idea. For you know, twenty minutes. <laughs> so, you you just destroyed a horror patrol, and you'd entered the province that you had decided to destroy next. Or not destroy. We're going to try and help them. And enlighten, bring it out of its undead control, and 
bring it in and bring it kicking and screaming into the light of democracy. Democracy. Yay. Which, Ow. Incidentally, I'm guessing that you guys are going to find some way of making sure that this democracy leads to you being in power. Um, I'm not going to try. Or at least I'm going to try not to try. That sentence makes some sense. All right. Um... It doesn't make sense to an extent. Oh, I remember something else we talked about. We talked about Shane McGowan and bad music. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we talked about like bad music, except most of the music was actually pretty good. Except yeah. that, except the last played, which you could tell was was like sung by a drunk guy. It was not for nothing that they fired him after, immediately after finishing that album for being drunk. Yes, like yeah, you can understand every eighth word he says <laughs> unless you have <laughs> captions. Yeah. Oh, he got... At one point, that singer got thrown out of a hotel room because... In New Zealand, because he did a bunch of heroin and then became convinced that Maori (laughs) spirits were talking to him. And so he decided to paint the entire room and his body in blue indelible ink. Ah, yes, of course. (laughs) Ruined everything in the room and they threw him out of the hotel. They only threw him out of the hotel? Wow. (laughs) Okay, yep. All right. Yeah, anyway, we should play D&D sooner or later. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise uh... otherwise people are going to sue us. Wait, why would people sue us? Because false advertising, even though we said we would play D&D and technically... Um, I mean, we said we would maybe play D and D. We talked yeah, we said we would maybe D&D. play D and D. We talked about it. We, I'm we, going to... we chucked it around a while, and you know, I just think you should be aware that the description of this podcast, when I get it up, is going to be something along the lines of a bunch of bored teenagers ostensibly play D and D. We're not claiming <laughs> that we actually play D and D. We're just claiming that we get together to play D and D, and maybe eventually uh, play some D and D. And then, yeah, actually play D and D for like the last 15 minutes of the actual meeting. But anyway, that's exactly. So and we've got like two minutes left on this meeting. <laughs> Oh, well. So, I mean, like, we still got, now, uh, carry the five, uh, uh, like, 20, 20 minutes? No. No, in 20 minutes? I don't know, I'm bad at yeah, I thought you were impersonating the singer for a second. <laughs> your, your, your impressions were quite impressive, honestly. <laughs> I wish well, we thank had you. <laughs> record. I wish we had... It might, it might even hilarious. be too... Too easy to understand. Um, Poor but yeah, uh, I guess he, he did, did write. Some, to... He did write some good songs. It, it wasn't his yeah. fault that he was an alcoholic. Um, did we get to the uh, the area then? You you had indeed managed to, to get you had indeed managed to get into the province following your destru- following your slaughter of the border patrol. Die border patrol! Don't not like. Close to us, border control, but um, yes, technically we're in the border patrol's jurisdiction right here. Yeah, the U.S. border patrol is allowed to take action anywhere within a hundred miles of the border. Oh no, oh. I could get arrested for whatever the hell. It's like, oh no, I I live within a hundred miles of Canada. I could get arrested by border patrol. Uh oh, that'd be a shame. 
That'd be a shame for like talking, talking about random shit in a D&D podcast or excuse me, a D&D podcast. If you can't tell, I did quotes. Suggesting, how about they arrest you for suggesting that you might blow up the US Postal Service? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then what? Right after saying that I wasn't actually going to do that and it was most likely a joke? Well, most likely a joke. Most likely a joke. Yeah, I'm gonna become fucking Ted Kaczynski. I'm gonna go move out to the middle of the woods in a goddamn cabin and just start sending random bombs to people. I mean, this is online. You can't... There we go. Okay. Yeah, like, how fucked do I have to be to do that shit, you know? Anyway, uh... (laughs) Well, we're talking about the Unabomber, apparently, on this one. How do we get on these topics? Yeah, how do we go from like D and D just the Unabomber? I have like, no oh, idea. Like going from D and D to like the the uh, the what is it? The rise to power of Hitler. Oh wait, we did that once too. Yes, we uh, did that, and then it yeah, evolved. Did, and, but... and then it evolved into looking at pictures of his art and complimenting him as an artist. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. He he was a terrible human being, but he was quite an artist. Oh, I've the the paintings of him that I have seen. I have you know to say nothing about his political career he was, because he was pretty that went off at, the deep end quick. He was pretty terrible at painting people, and he was a, obviously a terrible human being. And I wonder if it says if it's meaningful that he could not paint humans, but he was very good at painting architecture. They were, they suggested that he should go to the architectural school instead of the painting school, but he refused because that would require him to do math. Ah, so there you go, kids. Not doing your math homework makes you a Nazi. And not doing your math homework makes you kill six million people, apparently. Six million Jews. About 12 million people died in the Holocaust. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Also, all of the people that died in World War II can technically be blamed on him. Yeah, that too. Actually, I mean, and all probably, people, well, not I mean, him alone. And all the people that the Nazis like, killed before the Holocaust. I mean, not all the people who died in World War II can be blamed on the Germans, though, because, you know, the Italians, the... But you can blame the people... Japanese, like, literally everybody in that actual war killed people. But you can blame the Italians... You can blame the Germans for the stuff that the Italians and the Western Allies did, because Europe wouldn't have gotten into into it if Germany hadn't started it. Mm, Yeah, although, Although, I mean, at that point in time, or at least... Shortly before it, and everyone mean, like, was tense. Like there was going to be a war at some point. Yeah, I mean, like Pearl Harbor probably still would have happened because at, at that point the Japanese were just like expanding so much. There would have been a war at some point, but it, but that was because of what the Germans were doing. There, was, it, it was World War One that was pretty much inevitable. Mm, World yeah. War Two could have been prevented easily if Hitler hadn't been Hitler. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> oh, I just found something really topical. Oh, like, it that? kind of works with this. With the whole Nazi thing. I'll change it afterwards, but I'll put it as my profile picture for a sec. What was... Oh, never mind. I don't know why I had this saved on my computer, but I did. Oh, you want... <laughs> okay, so it's graffiti words. I hate Nazis, and it's like a, a little kid giving the finger right next to Paddington. Nice. Yeah, I think I had it for the Paddington thing because I know the guy who made that stencil, but yeah. I absolutely approve of that. And uh, what what I hate Nazis, uh, like five year old giving the finger and then Paddington Bear. 
<laughs> Precisely. Right, but the Paddington thing is migration is not a crime. Anyway, back to D and D. Oh yeah, D and D. Oh yeah, let's actually play D and D in this D and D podcast. Yes, uh, again, okay. in quotes, D and D podcast. Excellent. All right, back to that. So yeah, back, yes. back to talking about D and D. Actually, yes, you have made it into. Well, is it? I wonder if anybody is going to listen to this. I I, I mean, could tell some people to go listen to it. I have. A I, I mean, like will... we could technically say this is like what you did if you actually play D and D instead of Critical Role, and people would probably be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true." It's like you play D and D for half an hour, and then the rest of the sessions just you talking about random shit with your. No, mates. We haven't actually played like any D and D this time. <laughs> well, the, the afternoon is the biggest introduction it, ever. It's only three forty-five. <laughs> Yeah, there's still time. Yeah, it's like this is like the longest so, introduction. Now the introduction was uh, only about um, the, the introduction was only like twenty five minutes, and it was only that long because of all the stuff that we needed to recap. Oh uh, yeah, and how often we kept getting distracted during the recap, as we do during actual playing. Yes, we could demonstrate that by starting to play. All right. Um, I so guess if we get there, you've then made, you've I'd made like it to look around. All right. It, it seems like a pretty barren wasteland, as you've been led to believe by the rest of the planet. There's no signs of life. There are a lot of destroyed undead. It looks like most of them were destroyed when the Lich died, or somewhat before then by resistance people, or shortly afterwards before the province was able to unify again. And on the whole, it's... It, it doesn't look like there's been any recent fighting here other than the ones that you just destroyed. Cool, alright. Okay. Uh. Hmm. I guess look for some kind of like a leader figurehead kind of thing. I mean, you're around. There's, there does not seem to be any signs of life or leadership right here on the border. Fair point. I guess we should go in a bit more. Because <laughs> we, we killed all the border guards, right? We probably shouldn't have done that. We probably should have asked them. I mean, they were all zombies and things. They wouldn't have been able to talk to you. I mean, we could have tried to talk to them. True. The, the, thing about, gotten well, anywhere, but... the thing about skeletons and zombies not being able to talk only seems to apply when we don't have anything funny for them to say. Right. Like, there was the one time with the dictionary that the skeletons talked incessantly. I mean, yeah. All right, but, um... Huh. Okay. Uh, fucking... Yeah. Yep. Is that something? Does, does that get us anywhere? Um, are you trying to invoke your divine power? No. Then no, nothing happens. Let's get cracking this time for a while. 
let's get cracking. It's time for a whacking. And then I make holy water because that's how I make holy water. <laughs> Precisely. And your holy water splashes on the ground and you hear screams of pain. Oh, I did it. Look at that. Oh, it's living ground? D- demon ground? It's it's carpet moss. Whatever it is, it's something that it can be harmed by holy water. Yeah. That's cool. Um, can it be harmed by me poking a sword into it? Would you like to test? Yes, I would. All right, you stab it and roll to hit. Hang on. I have to roll to hit the ground. Oh, no. Uh, penetrate the thick, rocky outer covering in order to injure it. Yeah, fair point. Um, one of those. Four. That's... I missed the ground. <laughs> oh. Don't poke it, but... Sorry, what I, was, you... I was thinking of what to do with it. For some reason, the, the, the thought of just carpet bombing the place with fireballs sprung into my head, and I'm definitely not doing that. I mean, that would, that would be a solution. We just find some... We find some yeah, pain but it would kill USPS us. on the ground. <laughs> it would probably kill us, right? Uh, just carpet bombing the entire place with fireball? It would definitely end up in my Yes, but as Max said, you should first write USPS on it. Oh, like like in massive letters on the ground. Yes. I so, blew up a U.S. Postal Service, maybe. So, what did you get to hit, Max? Um, a four. Well, uh, yeah, that misses. Everybody, roll initiative. Woo-hoo! Oh no, we're gonna fight the ground. <laughs> I never thought I was gonna have to say that sentence. <laughs> gonna fight the ground. Oh, that's a six. <laughs> okay, five. So that's I'm so exciting. Go. Isaac, make sure you get a four for initiative, because then four... Oh, Christ. Okay, hold on. I got an eight. Fuck your sequence. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess what does it do to us? Well, I'm glad you asked. And what it does to you is cast Earthquake. Run away from an earthquake. I asked from an earthquake, of course. I have to say, running away from the ground does not seem like a very sensible thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people do it all the time. What are you talking about? Yes, but that's called flying, and it requires magic. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's invent a plane. I'm not talking about flying. I'm just talking about running away from it. Uh, actually, never mind. Earthquakes kind of come fast. No. Okay, uh, I mean, flying would also probably be qualified under that, but never mind. Yeah, flying would also involve running away from the ground. Yeah. That, that is a good point. Flying would involve flying away from the ground. Yes, that is indeed hard. Mm, yes, of that course. That is exactly what we've said multiple times. 
Like like some sort of Pokemon or something. Oh, well. Turns out that Earthquake is a priest spell, so it's way further in the book than I thought it was. Oh, no. Give me one more. I thought for a second you were saying the, 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 uh, the like, I heard Earthquake, I went ground. I was like, the ground is a priest? Yes, of course, the ground is a priest. I mean, Am I having a seizure? No stranger than the priest, than the ground being capable of spellcasting. Yeah. No, I was, I was more like it, it would, it would explain why the ground can spell curse. You're both medium, right? Uh, I believe so, height wise. I mean, technically, uh, I'm probably small, but like, if I, I would actually stand up, I'd be medium. Then I think I'm like six foot something. Then both of you are able to avoid falling into the cracks in the ground and dying. Yay! Whoa. We're not dead yet. I think we'll go for more walks. <laughs> yeah. And now, your turn, Max. Okay, Um. well, I'm going to try and poke the ground again. Okay, roll the hit. Um, but I'm gonna try and poke the ground with my uh the the um the new one. The the long sword of submission. I don't know if it'll do anything, but I'm gonna try. Okay, roll to hit. Okay. And uh, that's not how you roll it. Um, okay. Sixteen, I think. Sixteen hits roll damage. Uh okay. And if I remember correctly, that's just like an old longsword, so... um... But the ground, as you can, of course, imagine, is large. Right. (gasps) Oh, so that means I get to use the D12 instead. Yes. I just remembered that you said at one point that Mr. Sneakle might be Asmodeus for some reason. Yes, someday he will be. Uh... This is is a prequel to normal D&D here that we're doing here. This is way before the standard D&D universe came to be. Except it's 2nd edition, so... Yes, we're playing... I mean, granted, that was, like, the first edition you could actually kind of play, but never, never mind. We're playing with the 2nd edition rules, but this campaign is taking place thousands of years before the traditional yeah, D&D actual, universe. Yeah, actual D&D right. happens. Except it's Spelljammer right. stuff's in it for some reason. Because space... To spa- I mean, um, yes, to space, and also because Elias got it for Christmas, and he wanted to actually use it. I mean, actually, that's the wrong way around. I, I got it for Christmas because I asked for it because I had a cool plot idea involving it. Okay, well, I, I was wrong, but, I mean, close enough. Close enough, yeah. Okay, enough. Um, well, that's a... Ooh, that makes a 16 damage. That's nice. 16 damage. That is nice. Yeah, I rolled an 11, and it's a plus 5, so... That is pretty cool. Give me one moment, and... I'm Obviously, you know, it's the ground, so... That was... Oh, that was not a good idea. Why? Oh no! I I did I I tried to eat Gene Lint. Oh yeah! Don't do that. That's gross. <laughs> it wasn't a good idea. It's surprisingly bitter.
Your mom's gonna think I'm a bad influence if she listens to any of this. Oh, she's not gonna listen to this. That's also, probably it's, but... it's clearly it, it's clearly not you who's made me eat Jean Lint. <laughs> Fair, but do you do stuff like that when she's when we are not around? Yeah, I, I do that all the time. Okay, never mind then. I got fucking Doritos. Um, hello to you as well. What have you? So you stab the ground with a mighty blow. It doesn't... Surprisingly enough, it does not seem happy that it's been stabbed. Your turn, Max. Or, sorry, Isaac. I whack it. Okay, roll the hit. Ah. Ah. And I got a five. Well, that misses. Yeah, uh, maybe the wizard should try to actually kill kill stuff in melee, huh? Yes, exactly. Max, if you want to make your second attack now. Uh, Stabby stab. I get to do it with the same sword, right? Yes. I didn't expect the ground to get all sad and depressed, but would have been fun. What were you um, to have happen when you stabbed the, the ground? I don't know. Okay. Um, I'd say 15 to hit. I don't think that hits. That hits real damage. Oh, it does? Okay. Well, in that case... We're not first level anymore. You can hit things <laughs> with good rolls. Uh... In that case, that's 11 damage. Okay. Wow, my voice went really weird for that. So you stab the ground again, and you can now make your short sword attack. Yeah. Which is a d8, because it's large. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Uh, yep. So... That's an 18 to hit. Ooh. That hits roll damage. Nice. I got a good roll with the sword that is not... doesn't have a great bonus. Um, But that is a 7. Wow. 7 damage. The ground yeah. seems very badly injured, considering that it is ground. Like, like, it's hard to tell if it's dying or not, because it's rock. But as far as you can tell, it's in pretty bad condition. The ground is dead. <laughs> I don't think I, 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 I don't think I'd hear that sentence today, honestly. I, I didn't think I'd hear that sentence pretty much ever. So anyway, everybody, roll initiative for the next round. Actually, I'm pretty sure I've heard it before, but yeah. Um. All right. I mean, that sounds like something you would probably hear in D and D. The ground is oh, dead. Oh, I think I've heard it outside of D&D. Oh, like, oh, the ground, you can't even attack the ground. It's not like a physical thing. Stop trying to attack everything. <laughs> I mean, the ground is a physical thing. It's just, it's not necessarily <laughs> living no, not. In, in, in a certain sense. Uh, murder, hobo, murder hobos are really annoying sometimes. <laughs> so, a good amount of D&D players are really... <laughs> oh, definitely, but 
like one time I knew someone who I'm a little fuzzy on the details it was a while ago but basically he got arrested for killing a bunch of civilians and then tried to escape prison and got killed in the process so but we couldn't have him die because he was a player so even though he'd tried to wipe out half the town we had to find a way for him to continue playing so he ended up turning into a robot tank and then killing everyone wait a minute wait was this i may have been there for this one oh yeah you were yeah was this the one where we made the really weird crown yes it was yeah that was yeah and yeah, we literally put the we, we put the player in a makeshift prison. Yes, because he was unless too that was someone else. No, it was the same one. Yeah, <laughs> he, was too, he was too dangerous. He was a threat to society. Yeah, I'm surprised I remember that. Yeah, it was a while ago. There's another one that I know neither one of you was there for, where a couple of players conspired to kidnap an old man cut his hamstrings and then imprison him and force him to make bombs for them so that they could blow up a town. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. There was a reason that I left that group. Ouch. <laughs> okay. Yep. Alright. Uh, hang on. What we... Oh yeah, the ground is in lots of pain somehow. Yeah, and we were waiting for Isaac to roll initiative. Ah. Wait, hang on. Uh, five. Oh, I rolled the five. Oh. Five, seven. Cool. So both of you got a tie. Which one of you wants to go first? I don't really care. Uh, you, uh, I'll let you go first. Yippee. Whoa. Um, Let's just get, like, real deep. Yeah, that's why I went, well, I don't know why that happened. Uh... I mean, like, technically, hold on. Uh... Um, I'm just going to keep poking the ground. Okay, roll to hit. Well, you know, poking it with force, but still. Stabbing it. 22. That hits roll damage. 12. Plus five. Seventeen. Ouch. Um, give me one second. Okay, it's barely still alive. Your turn, Isaac. Did I just magic missile it? Because, I mean, that's a guaranteed hit. <laughs> Yeah, what level are you? Uh, I think we're 10th. Let me check, actually. Um, I've heard that several times before, and I... I feel like he's level 10th. I, at least what I have written down at the moment, is level 8. But I know he's ahead of me now. Isaac, you're 9th level, and Max, you're 8th level. Yeah. Okay. With a substantial amount. So, 5d4 plus 5, please, Isaac. Ooh. 
16. So the missiles fly out from the end of your staff and hit the ground. It begins making horrible ghastly screaming noises. And when the magic dissipates, the ground crumbles into dust and you sink down 10 feet through the rubble of what was apparently once some sort of elemental creature, but which is now deader than Boris Johnson's hair. Oh, that was a good one. I feel like, though, it might be that Boris Johnson's hair is really alive because it's sticking out in every single direction. Oh, good point. Also, if it's alive, that explains all of the, that explains why it doesn't seem to agree with him all that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, do you remember like a good number of years ago? Trump was like sniffing during an interview or something. Yeah, we came up with this whole idea that he was really he had some kind of a weird dog on his head instead of a, a toupee. Yes, and it was really just a dog. Exactly. Speaking of stuff like that, remember the time that Trump, that an eagle flew in and attacked his hair? <laughs> no, I do not. Oh yeah, that happened one time. Trump, I forget where he was, but an eagle flew into the building with him and started trying to rip his hair out. <laughs> I can find everybody thinking everybody's eyes. I can find you the picture if you want to see it. It was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. I wish I could have seen it. Like actually being there, that would have been something. Maybe we can set it up again. Well, we could probably find someone willing to reenact it. 8,000 XP, or 4,000 XP each. Ooh, yeah, that puts me at a different number to what I have at the moment. You'd be a different number. I I think that puts me at 24,400. 241,493. That's a very different number. Yes, you were off by a factor of 10. Oh yeah, I forgot. I stopped writing it here because I wrote it there too many times. I couldn't distinguish what it was. So what was it again? Two hundred and forty-one thousand four hundred ninety-three. Thousand four hundred and ninety. And that's more accurate. I've never really had an even number, at least not since like the first day. No, there was that one time a few weeks ago when it was an exact multiple of a hundred. That might have been what I was reading off. No, that wouldn't have been 20,000. That would have been way before. Maybe it was 200,000. So, now that you've somehow managed to kill the ground, and collection of minerals, the entire ground is like six inches lower now. Die, worthless crystal! As far as you can see. It's actually like sand, but who cares? I want to say something from Deep Deep Rock Galactic because I like that game. This is a fun game. Alright. Now. You get to play the Space Dwarf. The ground has gone down. Yes, you should probably not play that game if it's got dwarves in it. If it's got what in it? Dwarves. Oh yes, because you don't like dwarves. Except in Dwarf Fortress, because apparently you're too advanced for any other kind of game, so you have to play Dwarf Fortress. 
No, it's just that I like any. It's just that I like any game where I get to watch large numbers of dwarves kill themselves and mass through their own stupidity. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and dwarf fortress. That's way worse than you thought it was. And dwarf fortress, the game where it is famous, where it, a game where it, where the word fun is famously defined as losing and having all of your dwarves die gruesomely, is very much an example of that. I bet. If you mine too deep, you can let basically the Balrogs from the Lord of the Rings loose, at which point they will destroy you and your entire civilization. Fun! If I ever play that, that first thing I'm doing, I'm getting the shovel and I'm just gonna start You're, you're gonna dig too deep on purpose? Yeah. Actually, that's eventually the point, is after you get that low, after you defeat them, if you can, that is when your dwarves start getting adamantium and mithril. And all the good shit. Yes. I'm well, not going to bother with any of that. I'm just going to... Imagine digging too deep and then you get attacked by, like, basically demons. And then it's like, oh, we should continue digging deeper. The demons are encased within giant adamantium shells. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not going to bother about collecting it. But let, like... let, me, let me find the wiki article and explain it. I, I mean, you don't have to explain Dwarf Fortress to us, honestly. No, I obviously but don't, but I do want it's not to. like we're really going to play it. But I do want to go into a little bit of detail about some of the easy ways of dying. All right. I just, I just thought it funny where you would, like, deliberately receive a lesson and then just choose not to go with it. <laughs> so, losing. Like, this is what you get for fucking dogs, and it's like, I shall continue to fuck dogs. I mean, I mean, granted, that's kind of an interesting case, but you get the idea. <laughs> yes, we get the idea. It's the first... just interesting is one word. The first, the first thing listed on the wiki as common ways of death is local wildlife, underground okay, life, such as giant cave spiders and blind cave ogres, magma and its denizens. So, um, that would be lava and whatever. The... Oh, and a variety of strange fire creatures that live in lava, apparently. Naturally. Evil biomes, such as zombies and freshly animated body parts. Freshly animated body parts. Ooh. My favorite. Dwarf versus physics. Sometimes jumping from a tree into a river doesn't tend well for your skeleton or you, for that matter. Not surprised. Wait, okay, sure. You would probably die like that in real life. Yes. Dwarf versus you. Curiosity or boredom. Lack of food. Lack of alcohol. Oh, yeah, right. Because dwarves go. need alcohol. Yes, one, one of the key mechanics of Dwarf Fortress is that dwarves will become unhappy and eventually start mutinying and leaving if they don't have alcohol. I mean, it, it, it's almost like real life. Yes, in the game, it is, according to the wiki, it is worse for a, for a new fortress to lack alcohol than to lack food. And... So, as a society, like, they're so just... Giant sponge attack. I, I mean, like, at what point do you just mutate that thing where, like, your gut produces alcohol automatically, like, right? Yep. Flooding accidents. Because, like, if, if, if alcohol is more important to f- than food to these people, there's probably at least one, one dwarf running around like that who would probably be real good at surviving long. Running out of pickaxes. General unhappiness. 
nobles imprisoning unhappiness. People. Nobles imprisoning people are doing stupid stuff. Dwarves failing to make artifacts, eventually going insane and killing everyone. <laughs> okay. Werewolves, vampires. I asked werewolves. Goblins, nice. humans, and. So the creatures which are universally referred to as el- as clowns or hidden fun stuff, but which actually refers to demons. Hidden fun stuff. Yes. Yep. Um, downloading too many mods, which can cause things to explode or crash. I mean, that happens with any game, honestly. Faulty drawbridges. Like with Skyrim, you, you, there, there's a point where you just want to see how many mods your computer can take. So you add like 50, and then you run it, and it actually is pretty good. And then you you grab like another 100, and then you run it, and it's kind of chugging. And then you, you grab like another tw- 20 or whatever, and then you, you play it, and you think it's 3 FPS and crashes. <laughs> and, and then you do it all over again in two months. And worst of all, the legendary cat explosion. Not the cat explosion. Is that exploding cats? Is that what it sounds like? That's, that's actually a pretty good game. It's it is what happens when you get a cat. If you get a bunch of cats, then they will become the dwarves' pets, and the dwarves will not kill them. And so the cats will. And so it's impossible to keep the cat rates under control. So. So, like. Cat overpopulation, essentially. Yes, yes, exactly. So you get so many cats in your fortress that it slows down your frame rate to the point that the game will no longer run. That's severe cat overpopulation. Very much. That's a lot of cats. So yeah, dwarf fortress is fun. I get to watch dwarves wipe themselves out through their own stupidity, Um, or through my stupidity. Is that why you like dwarf fortress? Uh, Well, to, to a large extent, yes. I'd be lying if I say that that if I said that that is not one of the key pieces of it that makes it fun. I mean, like I I feel like the appeal of Dwarf Fortress for most people is just being able to micromanage everything. Oh yes, that's also fun, but it's also to an extent secondary to the joy of watching everybody die. Do you have something against dwarves for some reason? I mean, you could say that. Or is it just entertaining to watch them die in their droves because that's how the game works? Well, it's a little bit of both, I think. Fantasy dwarves tend to be a little bit conservative for my tastes. At least the books have always described them as being, as ranging from stolid traditionalists to social conservatives. And so I don't like them for that reason. And also it's fun watching things die in Dwarf Fortress. Sure. I mean, like, imagine being oh, against a race for, like, the politics they represent, though, because, like, oh, no, I'm against orcs because of reasons. It's like, okay, sure, but I mean, it's the entire thing again, where it's like, oh, orcs and drow and stuff are actually, like, metaphors for black people. And it's like, yeah, okay, you can kind of get that from it, but it's clear that it's not really meant to be that way. And anyway, I'm going off off on a tangent about racism, which is definitely not going to end well. So let's not go there. 
I mean, we've already made jokes insulting both Boris Thompson and Donald Trump, so any of the people that are likely to be offended by such a rant are probably already ticked off with us anyway. Yeah, good point. Yeah, although... I mean, do we really have a reason to go off on a run? I mean, that, that? again, if, if somebody for some reason is sticking around this long, like, well, and, and they're likely to get offended maybe, by maybe that. Maybe they just skipped ahead to this not, exact point. Not world leaders because world leaders are inherently stupid. Fair. It'd be great if they skipped ahead to this exact point where we're talking about if they listened all the way to here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's play actual D&D. Why don't we? Okay. Yeah. Either that or go on another random tangent about bullshit again. But, I mean, we could do either. I mean... Well, this is good. Considered, that's probably the one that's most likely to happen, but... I mean, yeah, that's the entire point of this podcast we're doing, isn't it? Is it's Oh, yeah, we play D&D for 10 oh. seconds. And then we talk about the... the, the Side note, it only became... We only decided to turn it into a podcast because... Yeah, because I said, oh, random- do you think this would make a really good podcast or a really bad podcast? Yeah, it was a random comment made last week. About I know, it it was, I, I feel like this would either, either make like a really good podcast or a really bad podcast. And I guess we're going to find out which it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's probably not, it has the potential to be pretty bad, though. I mean, well, we're in it. Well, then people will <laughs> let us know, won't they? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, where were we? Exactly. Yeah. What were we talking about? Instead of like going off on a tangent about like orcs, orcs being fantasy black people, and and something about I don't know. Anyway, let's just play D and D. Good idea. So you killed the ground, which is a very fun sentence. Now everybody's falling. Oh shit! Everybody's falling to the core of the earth. You didn't kill the ground. Well, that- we do. No, it just went down. Oh like no, we didn't kill the ground inches. that hard. My bad. Although, if you want to fall down to the core of the earth, I could- I, I do not we actually because I don't want to get crushed. <laughs> I mean, oh, actually, if there's no ground left, would there be anything to crush us? Spell shimmer gravity doesn't really make sense. So you, there wouldn't be any pressure crushed. There wouldn't be any pressure to crush you. And, and my, well, my point was, like, if there's mm-hmm. nothing, if there's no, like, actual ground left, would there actually be anything putting so much pressure we would get crushed on us? No, exactly, because there's no pressure. The only problem would be that once you reach the Earth's core, that's where the Darask lives. And, and also, I mean, it's, it's a while from here to the actual planet's core, so you'd probably just die because you fell for too long. Oh, yeah, fall damage. But there's nothing for you to fall into. A solid metal sphere. That's, but that's ground, isn't it? Oh, so yeah, oh. we pretty much just destroy the entire planet and then have to fight a terrasque in space, which actually sounds like a really cool game. <laughs> yeah, that fight would. A terrasque in I space. mean, it's, it's not really what I want to do right now, but that sounds like it would be a fun game. <laughs> that would be very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you and should you succeed, you'd have more than enough. Wizards for your needs forevermore. Well, yeah, I imagine if we we went up to anybody and we're we're like, oh, we killed the Tarask, they'd be like, holy shit, let me work for you. <laughs> yes, they'd definitely be that willing immediately. 
Well, yeah. I mean, if we presented it, if you guys presented it as you want them to work for you and then demonstrated that you've killed a creature that the gods shake and fear at. Sure. And perhaps, yeah. They might be more willing to consider your job offer. So, you're taking us up on this not really very helpful offer? Oh, great. Um, alright. Hang on. What were we doing at this point? I've completely forgotten. Yeah, I think my, um... So, yeah, but my brain's... Oh, bye-bye. That was weird. I bet he'll be back. Oh, yeah. Well, this is going good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, I was right. It's fun. Yep. Let's see if anybody actually enjoys it. But yeah, we'll see. I have at least one person who I could tell about this who will probably at least attempt to listen to it. <laughs> I'll send it to Brayden once it gets up. Oh, well, my dad's. I am back. Up. Hello. We're trying to figure out if there's anybody that's ever going to watch this thing. I mean, maybe. We've got three people that might. I mean, yeah. I'd probably just watch it to actually hear what my voice sounds like and if I need a better mic. Fair. I mean, I'm... Actually, that's probably a good idea for all of us. I have a... I'm, I'm using... Uh, the one you can see in my profile picture. I'm using, like, a... A proper mic, but I'm... Oh, you're using, like, an actual mic that, you know, you use for recording music. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna yeah. get, like, a better mic for voices and a kick drum at some point, so... Those where you have to specify and a kick drum. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I wanna well, buy that's, like, kind thing, of but... the main reason I'm getting it, so... Oh, okay, never mind then. I mean, yeah, that's a good use of time and money. Getting a kick drum. Oh, I have the kick drum. I'm just gonna like use the mic to record the kick drum. Oh, okay. And the other one to do the rest of it. Okay. I mean, like, I have a keytar. Like, all the inputs on that thing are digital. So if I want to record it, I can just record the actual thing because the software I use is made for music. Man, yeah, what's what is your software? Uh, Ableton 10, I think. Oh, I've got Ableton Live. Yeah. Pretty good. That's not bad. Pretty anyway, good. for some reason I'm talking about like I, I I've completely forgotten what I actually decided to name it, so I'm just gonna call it Lucille. Lucille. <laughs> and that's your guitar, is it? Yes, my guitar is Lucille now. Any reason? No, just because. <laughs> that's as good a reason as any. I remember someone wanted to name mine, my, well, my guitar, and they, they wanted to name it Hector. I was like, no. I mean, Hector's a pretty good name for a guitar. Seriously? Really? Or, or I don't know. Honestly, any An name for a guitar maybe. at all, I think, is a good name, because I think giving names to inanimate objects is funny. I mean, yeah, it, it is, is funny. funny. I think Jojo wanted to call it Bob at one point. I don't know why Bob is the default name. Normally his default name for things is Jeff. Yeah, that that's come up before as well. Oh, I had an 
inanimate object that I gave a name to a while ago. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, I got two plants in my in in this room I'm in right now. Uh, there's one like above my computer. I named Marsha, and there's one in, in the windowsill. I named Greg for some. Oh no, it was Gary. I named my. I, named, I have like a little succulent on my windowsill. I named Gary. Cool. Allow me to present Edgar the pen. Edgar the Edgar pen. The, of course. That is a big pen. That is a real I'm nice just pen. I'm it up against the camera. It's not that big. Yeah, I was. Okay, never mind. That's, that's, that's not it's... that big of a, a pen, but I, it's a nice I think pen. That's a fairly big pen. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty okay pen. It, it's a, a very overpriced pen. What'd you spend on that? Nothing. It was a Christmas present, but I looked it up at one point, and it's a very expensive pen for what it's worth. Like, the, and yeah, we talked about this before. Where if you have like that much money to spend on pens, you definitely have like a regular ass pen. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a. This is like a thirty dollar pen here. That's so. Yeah. so that's, it's not that expensive, but like, yeah, it's you know, it's a little fancy thing. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Problem is, it came with something messed up with the cap, so I can't unscrew the cap again. Oh, what? That means that it's pretty much useless to me. So you, you so got a, a nice looking pen. You got a thirty dollar paperweight for Christmas. Like not even a real good one. Oh wow! I was able to get it off again. That's nice. Oh <laughs> well, that, that's the oh. end of that problem. So, I mean, it's, it's still a pretty uh, terrible. Yeah, an actual but... pen for Christmas instead of a paperweight that doesn't that barely works. Yeah. Good for you. I need to make sure that I don't screw the cap on too tightly though, because I don't want that to happen again. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. Oh, it has really nice ink in it too, though. Good. That's always helpful. Yes. Apparently, you can get bottles of ink that are where the color changes depending on the angle that you look at it at. It's yeah, super... I know that kind of stuff. Is it like the uh, the purple and green or this is color? Th- this is blue and bronze, but yeah, same idea. Oh, that's way better. Yeah, let me see if I can find this thing that the, the, the ink brand. It's a super cool ink. <laughs> Don't only comes in bottles. I don't need to look for cartridges. Uh, give me one moment. Assuming that anybody is interested in seeing this, which is yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, sorry, podcast people, but I'm going to have to stop the recording for the moment because otherwise. We're breaking the law by sharing this, I think. Ah. Uh, no, oh, uh, yeah, we don't want to do that. We're not breaking not the law, like... but, we're not breaking the law, but Spotify won't let us upload it because it'll have video in it. Aw. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, if you're welcome into... back to the podcast where we pretend to play D&D but don't actually really play anything. Yeah, exactly. This is, uh, I, I don't know what we're calling it. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, that's that's the name now. It's the podcast. Oh yeah, we we need we do need to think of a name for it, don't we? Um, 
What can I mean, we could probably let, let's just do that later because otherwise we're going to spend the rest of the session talking about names we could potentially use, and they're all going to be puns. The podcast. I'd and they're all going to be puns, and nobody's going to watch. Going to want to listen to thirty minutes of teenagers coming up with bad puns for podcasts where we don't actually play D anD D. Fair, but where, whatever. Where, we, where we say we're going to play D anD D and don't play D anD D. Yes. Should, yeah. we, should I make another Zoom meeting and then we'll go, then we'll talk about it for a little while afterwards? Maybe. Yeah. Let's let's just do that. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I mean, how much longer do we have on this one? Uh, uh, like half an, half an hour. But again, we don't want to put the podcast people through listening to half an hour of us making puns. Yeah. Exactly. Which is yeah. why I'm going to schedule a meeting for after this, and then send you guys the link, and we can talk about it, and we can talk about names afterwards. Yeah, sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. So anyway, D-D-D. you killed the you, yes, you killed the ground, and. What would you like to do now? I'm not sure. Kill the ground some more? I don't know. The ground seems to be dead as far as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, since there doesn't seem to be anyone here that can help us in any way, I don't see any reason in staying here. Um, maybe we should go and find that elf. Then, would you like to you know, proceed further into the province? tried to wipe oh yeah that would be a good idea i just realized that we didn't actually do that i was gonna do that but yeah maybe we should do that then all right you proceed further away from the border and after about half an hour of traveling you encounter what appears to be a town but it looks like it's been long abandoned cool um as you get closer you can see that there are a lot of shriveled up corpses in there as if the people in it dehydrated Hmm. Well, I hope we didn't cause this. We probably did, but... I mean, then we'd probably get a new title call, and we could call ourselves the Dehydrators. The Dehydrators. That's like and a pretty good band name, but I, I mean, what the do I The Dehydrators, fine purveyors of disgusting dried raisins. Disgusting Honestly, raisins are fine. Raisins. I, I I have nothing against raisins. It's just yeah, I have no idea why they get such a why people hate them so much. But I mean, I think it's it just because be people like expect chocolate chips, and that's actually a raisin. Yeah, I don't mind raisins when they're not in cookies, but in a cookie, there is no business for fruit. Particularly oh, yeah, not great. A, particularly not a fruit that looks exactly like a chocolate chip if you aren't looking closely at it. <laughs> if you aren't looking closely, I, at it. I, I bite into a cookie. I'm expecting some nice. Yeah, it's like, like oh, it's a chocolate chip, but no, it's oatmeal raisin. about people lying. I don't have any problems with oatmeal cookies, even. I, you can make really oatmeal cool. cookies are pretty nice, but like yeah, you can make some real. I, I found a recipe. Like if you a while put ago raisins in them, and then don't tell me it's an oatmeal raisin cookie, and I think it's a chocolate chip, and I bite into it, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yes, exactly. I had I, I found a recipe for some really good oatmeal. False advertising. I wonder if I could find that recipe again. Oatmeal peanut butter raisin uh, or oatmeal peanut butter cookies. They were. Interesting combination there. Anyway, so yeah, there's a dehydrated town. <laughs> Everybody in it seems to be dead, as far as you can tell. What would you like to do? Um, I don't know. Uh, I 
Um, that's a noise. Yeah, uh, that was noise. Uh, have, uh, you know, have fun, everybody. I'll be here until, here until five. If I can talk right, Jesus. Words. I can speak good. English is my first language. English is me first? Oh, uh, no, no. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Yeah, that's not. I'm afraid that I can't. Okay, well, never mind. Uh, I didn't mean that literally. Uh, don't, don't cancel me on Twitter, please. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. Uh, I have a Twitter, but I barely use it. So have also, fun with that. Also, none of this was. Also, that was not a joke about what it sounded like. Because, yeah, so. Because all of us have been. I just known, could have gone in a bad direction. All yeah, of, I'm, all I'm just saying. Been, all of us have been known to talk like that with no relationship to any to anything of that nature. Yes. It's got nothing to do with anything like that. We are not trying to be idiots. I mean, we are trying to be idiots. I mean, we're trying to be idiots, but I mean, we're not not, trying to be idiots in a bad way. We're we're trying to be idiots, but we're not trying to be racist. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Um, Now that we've finished apologizing for our behavior... Let's do it again now. I wonder if we should just put something like that at the end of every episode where we just apologize for all the stupid stuff that we said if anybody Yes, says. we apologize for offending anybody. We, we don't apolog- really mean it. Uh, we're just dumb teenagers. Don't take anything we say literally. Except when this we're is talking not the about end of the episode. Except though. when we're talking about Boris Johnson because he's absolutely disgusting. Oh yeah, no, he's a... He's a <laughs> and Donald Trump, he's arguably even worse. No, no, Boris Johnson... Arguably. Boris Johnson is worse than Trump because they're both equally horrible, but Boris Johnson should know better. Also, Mag- Margaret Thatcher. We mean everything we say about Margaret Thatcher. That's yeah. a joke. Or Anne, nope, that's Theresa not May, or Tony Blair. Yeah. Okay, let's not go into specifics about, about who we actually mean to be mean to. We definitely mean to be mean to Ronald Reagan, though, if that helps. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, fucking, uh, what else? Um, Osama bin Laden, uh, Hitler... Actually, we often don't mean things literally about Hitler. But... Yeah, we don't mean things literally about Hitler most of the time. Unless it's bad about him, in which case we... We, absolutely we don't need to, to talk about, about this. We don't, we don't say good things about Hitler except to compliment his art and say that it's a shame that he turned out to be so evil. And even I don't compliment his art, so... Yes. I and granted, most of the things you say about other people aren't really nice, so, I mean, you know, just... Fair point. Just Fair don't... Point. Don't don't bother getting mad at us. We don't care. Just don't speak. Don't yeah. Don't don't talk about us. Don't actually talk about us. We need the publicity. Yes. But don't say bad things about us, or we'll be sad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be sad. You made you made what uh, a fifteen year old and two. I actually don't know what your guys' ages are. I'm fifteen. I'm fourteen. Okay, well, I'm the okay, youngest two fifteen year olds and a fourteen year old sad. You, you monsters. You absolute demons. You you bastards. You made some teenagers sad. What like, like it's not as if teenagers would be sad anyway because of climate of things right now. Fair. You've Actually, done enough to us already. Yeah, uh, you've done enough to us already, society, you dicks. 
feel like the majority of the people that are going to be listening to this are also teenagers themselves. Yeah, that's a good oh, point. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they do make a set, I mean, you're, you're still being... Hey, teenagers listening to this, this, you won't remember anything in five years. <laughs> we won't either, though. We're also teenagers. Well, yeah, that's the point. Have fun remembering nothing about history and being absolutely fine. <laughs> ah, yes, because that's fun. <sighs> anyway, uh, fuck, what were we talking about? I mean, whether you need to know history or not depends on what you're going to end up doing. Sure. Like, it, the I, I, I don't think I'm going to be a history, history teacher. But... I'm probably going to need to know history if I'm going to be a good history teacher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would help with songwriting, at least in in my field of music, so. Definitely, exactly. Or for many other genres, like, it's very good to know a lot of history if you're writing folk songs. Yeah. Yeah, but but don't hire a drunk guy to actually sing them, because then you'll fire him later. (laughs) Yes. In fairness, he wrote the songs. I mean, if he wrote them, he probably should should know not to show, show up to the recording session drunk so you can actually sing them. Definitely. Well, I think when you're that drunk, you don't, you might not know if you're drunk anymore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't feel anything. You just, you, you just know. As I brought up earlier, this is the same guy that got thrown out of a hotel for pouring indelible ink all over everything whilst on heroin. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the story of that. It's like this, the story uh, of a guy who like got bitten by a mosquito, but he was like so addicted to heroin that he just was like, oh yeah, that thing's gonna die. And then it did. What, the mosquito? Yeah, the mosquito. Like how, how, how many times does that have to happen for you to know that it had an overdose and died? The mosquito from the, the, the heroin in your blood. I mean, I feel like for a mosquito, mosquitoes are very small and lightweight, so I feel like they would overdose very easily compared to humans. Sure, but, but still, like, I mean, but like how many times does a mosquito have to bite you, and then it for, and then it like flies away and just dies? Yeah, how many times have you seen that happen to know that that's yeah? Like how, how? Never mind. How many? Like, how, yeah, how do you even know that's... You know what? Fuck it. Never, I mean, if this stuff up is going to really mess with my... It's really going to mess with my search history, but... I mean, that's just, like, what you get if you do... You, you fucking write shit, is you just look up random stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like, I know how to make crystal meth, but you don't see me bragging. You just, you just did, but on a podcast, I mean, I just did. It's going to end up on Spotify. Yeah, this. Oh no, not not Spotify, where my mom could potentially hear this. I mean, she already knows. Yeah, I mean, we've had plans to make mass amounts of gunpowder. Oh yes, yes, exactly. For a long time. Uh, yeah. At one point, I worked out all the necessary safety equipment to explode a large quantity of gunpowder without doing any significant damage. Safety equipment? Yes. Exactly. That wasn't the plan. <laughs> like, like safety equipment in the sense of stuff that we will that we can use to blow up the gunpowder without killing ourselves. Oh. 
yeah. Because somehow I feel like the plan was supposed to involve us surviving the night. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, like the plan was also to make something fly and then explode. Or at least that was one Well, that's of my not going to happen, because I've already bragged I know how to make crystal meth, and then you started talking about gunpowder, and then we had an entire discussion <laughs> about the Unabomber before, so this is going to go horribly. <laughs> No, but uh, this this <laughs> might be the last podcast episode if it is the U.S. government is a bunch of lying assholes. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay, I... we didn't do what this. We didn't do it. No, we didn't do it. We swear we're we're being framed. <laughs> it's fake news. I really hope that none of this violates Spotify's terms and conditions. I, exp- I mean, have you heard half of the music on there? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, there is... Also, I mean, Joe Rogan is still up, so... If yeah. he can get away with what he gets away with, we can get away with this. Good point. I mean... I don't get why people are so surprised that Joe Rogan says stupid stuff all the time. Like, he is an idiot whose job it is to talk for several hours a day, and he usually does this while high on something or other. He's, wait, wait, it's unreasonable to expect everything that comes out of his mouth to make sense. I mean, that too, but like, most of his podcast is literally just him having, like, the, the way I heard it described is it's like a nomadic, like, Mongolian guy came down from the steeps and just, like, had no idea how the world worked and just ha- started having, like, random people telling him how to, how basic things work. Yeah, there's cool. stuff like that. And then the rest of the time, he has Alex Jones coming on and talking about the Sandy Hook shootings and vaccinations. Yes, exactly. Oh, great. Yeah. So, like, his guests are disgusting, but it's, but he, when he says the stupid stuff, it's not surprising to anyone. It shouldn't be, at least. Yeah. It unfortunately is surprising to people. Yep. Because it turns out that modern Americans have absolutely no ability to learn from our mistakes. Apparently, yeah. Most people now don't anymore for whatever reason. In the US, at least, it's all the fault of our bad history teachers. Bad history teachers. Yep. If we had better history training, then... history was a subject that people were interested in, or if it was taught well in schools, then people would know enough about history to be able to recognize all of the mess that this is. And they would be able to note the parallels between the U.S. in, in between the U.S. a couple of years ago and Germany in 1933. Oh, Okay, uh, what else? Uh, are our currency is inflating. That happened in Germany, so this is going to go fine. Yep. In case anybody <laughs> is curious, I am not joking here. This is a very serious problem, and this is a thing that we need to deal with. Also, our, our currency maybe we could maybe a bunch of something that happened in Germany and kind of kind of caused the entire Nazi thing. We we've got our political parties have become dangerously polarized. We've got a dangerous alt right movement that's gaining power. And that's managed to hijack a large part of the political process. I mean, we saw the recent thing with, like... I mean, there's also what's going on right now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We've, there's the Freedom Convoy, 
which is quite a lot like some things that went on in the early 30s. There's that, what's it called? Um, there's the people that are making it impossible for others to vote based on false threats of election fraud. There's There's been a storming of the capital motivated yep. by trying to overturn communists. There's been like it, it's a scary comparison to make, but it's, it's not looking good. Yeah, it's all in place. It, it makes pretty solid sense. We've got a court system that's been we've got a court system that routinely gives light sentences to everybody involved in alt right criminal activities. Yeah, I mean they're far right polarized Christian community. They're mobilizing seemingly excessive amounts of soldiers to like was it two three days ago like a lot and there are definitely some countries that either the US or the other countries would benefit from having a war with so it looks great for us yep oh yeah random side fact I believe Believe... I'll see, you, see you ass hats later. I'm gonna autonomize Kurdistan. Okay, good luck. If if I remember correctly, um So anyway, let's talk about something more uplifting than than us becoming Nazi Germany, apparently. Oh yeah, that's probably wise. Um because otherwise, I'm probably gonna overthink it, and I'm gonna commit violence to somebody. Yeah, that's commit probably not violence a good to somebody. Yeah, whoa. This is this is going on the internet. <laughs> I know it's going on the internet. I don't care. Nobody I know is gonna gonna listen to this. Probably. Uh, Brayden probably will. I mean, yeah, Brayden probably will when we tell him about it. I doubt he'll listen to the whole thing, though. I mean, it's like, what, three hours? Almost. Yeah, it's two hours yeah. of us just rambling about shit and then two. occasionally playing D&D. I think we did We did do more than 15 minutes. We actually got some combat in. Yeah, we did time. some combat. And you found a town. What would you like to do now that there's all the dehydrated corpses? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Um, So does that mean there's human... Oh, no, we have to salt it. I was going to ask if there was human jerky. <laughs> I believe I we had a conversation say, earlier today about the ethical difficulties involved in eating sentient creatures. Yes. Could we pile them? Could we try and burn them? Not trying to cremate them, but um, some kind of smoke. Do, does, do either of us know smoke signaling in any way to try and attract attention? Um, do either one of you have the smoke signaling proficiency? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's ever come up, so I doubt. Isaac does. Do mm. either one of you know any sm- know how to do smoke signals in real life? I don't either. You, you gotta like wave a blanket over the fire. You know what? Let's just light a fire and wave a blanket over it. Okay, so you're or gonna just start... light a fire. I mean, smoke. Yeah, so you're gonna start burning the dead people. Yeah, I mean, cremation is a thing anyway. So true. It's a nice honorable funeral rite for them. They can get into the underworld. 
Yeah. It's okay. the most decent we've ever been to anyone we've killed. Normally, we just leave them there. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's uncle- it's still unclear if you killed these people or not. Probably not. It's the most decent thing we've ever I mean, done to anyone who's dead, died. We only came to this place. I mean, if they're long dead and we killed the lich, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. So, I mean, they're pro- it's probably not our fault. Probably. I thought it was, like, two months because space travel. There was that time. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. But there was that time in back when we were doing 5th edition when you actually got into corpse desecration. And dug uh, up that. Was it the dragon? Uh, or something else? It was, you dug up that grave on the way to find the dwarf. Oh, and, and we found old me inside. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I do remember that. And then it freaked you out. And. Yeah, that was fun. I became a corpse once. I became a corpse many times. Yes, you've become a corpse many times, but I actually, I, I died once and my character came back to life because it was the tutorial dungeon. Yes. Well, actually, actually, I don't you... think I ever died in the 5th edition campaign. You did I think not I had my character from the beginning. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. It's pretty much impossible to die in 5th edition. It's one of its great flaws. I mean, it's great for anyone who doesn't want to die. Yes, but it's not so great if you're looking for a gritty, realistic experience. Or if you're looking for there yeah. to be realistic consequences for bad ideas. I mean, but who likes realistic consequences for bad ideas? It's always yeah, I mean, it's stupid. stupid Are you kidding me? People who play games that aren't made by Wizards of the Coast. Ah. Uh, like, I, I mean, yeah, there's people who are like, don't play anything other than 5th edition. Like, my problem with 5th edition is less that they made it too easy, and more that they made it easy without making it dramatic. Like, in And also it, because they made it, I mean, because it's so easy, it appeals to, like, pretty much everybody. So you now have people who, who won't play anything other than 5th edition, and, like, sure, that's 5th edition can be fun for a while, but it gets to a point where it's just, like, boring. Yes, exactly, because it's simple. It's dumbed down. But they yeah, made I it... I mean, I use it as, it, it, it gets the side conversations and have nothing to do with D&D going, though. But yeah, they, but what happened? To get together. But the problem with fifth edition is that it, combat doesn't carry serious risks, but it also yeah. isn't. But it also isn't particularly exciting or over or deliberately overpowered and heroic. Like with first and second edition, it's cool because there's serious consequences and it's a gritty, realistic game system to an extent. But the, and then with third edition and fourth edition, I hate third edition, but even still, when, when you once you get into that stuff, it's over the top powerful characters and that's the point it's super Everyone, yeah i kind of feel powerful. like fifth edition is becoming like way too complicated for its own good though this edition just tries to be both it tries to be realistic and it, it tries to be easy like it tries to be like easy and realistic it, and you can't really have to, that it tries, it tries to be consequence free like third and fourth edition but also realistic like first and second edition and it takes out the, the fun parts of both Right. Like, what I would like would be if it were closer to the 13th age, which has the good bits of both instead of the bad parts of both. I mean, that would be, be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, 13th age is awesome. I have no idea what that one is. That one was made when Wizards of the Coast sacked the developer of thir- the lead developer of 3rd edition and the lead developer of 4th edition both simultaneously. 
and, and the, yeah they got then, together and made their own thing yeah and then they got together and they were like what if we took the good bits of both and made something fun and then they did and it turned out pretty well it turned out fun yeah it's a pretty good game hmm. maybe i'll try playing it at some point if i yeah. ever get the chance well, hey, at least at least the side conversations are D and D themed now. Yes, that's good. To start, yeah. So you're burning the corpses. Yeah, I'm being and... a fairly decent human being now. Yeah, and it begins letting up plumes of thick black smoke. And after a while, you see a cloud of dust on the horizon. Ooh, dust! What would Dusty. you like? To- how you going, mate? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm just gonna wait and watch the cloud of dust. I think. All right. So the cloud of dust begins to approach you, and we've got seven minutes left on the meeting, and. Dealing with this is going to take much more than seven minutes, so I think we should stop now. All right. Uh, random random words and apologies. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry if, if we offended anybody. Uh, we mean nothing talking... literally except for all the insults against Boris Johnson. We mean all of those. But we mean we mean it when we say rude things about most Bad people. politicians. We... And also probably celebrities too, but I mean, and, and most celebrities, yes, we don't usually mean things bad about. We don't usually mean bad mean bad things that we say about other people. Most of the time, yeah, most of the time. Uh, anyway, if they're, yeah, bad, basically, basically, if they're bad people in our eyes, that was which... whatever the hell that was. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have that me. Zoom meeting to decide the actual name of this thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for listening through this monstrosity. Yeah, um, thanks for listening through thanks, it if you did. Thanks for listening uh, all the way through this, This whatever the hell this was. And if you're uh, stupid enough to come back, then hopefully there will be another episode up next week. Yeah. Uh, so Who knows? We might talk about two different factions. This has been, we're maybe playing D&D, possibly, if we ever get round to it, if that's the name we decide for it. I think that's too long of a name, though. Yes, and and I have a few ideas, but we'll, we'll get to that soon. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye.